0: this episode is special because it's with one of my dear friends and fellow real estate colleagues on the west coast leo chen leo has spent a long and successful career in tech before transitioning to real estate and he is always on the forefront of technology and has a way of breaking down complex tech into bite-sized pieces that are easy to understand in today's episode of the soul inspiring business podcast we are discussing how to see artificial intelligence as a tool that can enhance and even partner with us on our own creative journey, particularly as entrepreneurs and business owners. We explore chat GPT, ideas on how to incorporate AI and this next exciting revelation into our lives in a soul-inspiring business kind of way that won't leave you feeling daunted or overwhelmed, but rather excited to try it out. Please join me as we infuse intuition and authenticity into the conversation around artificial intelligence. and most purposeful life welcome to soul inspiring business welcome back today i am thrilled to have my good friend leo chen welcome leo
1: it's um such a um, pleasure to be here with you Um, i always look forward to our next conversation together and this is uh, better than anything that uh, we could uh, put together
0: I totally agree. And for all of our listeners, Leo and I uh, met, I guess, about two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago through our business coach. And then we're in a, a mastermind together and um, always just completely respected Leo. He has a a different background in real estate, which is interesting. And we'll just dive into briefly here, too. Uh, started in the tech world. And really, your background was mostly in the tech industry. So, of course, whenever I have a tech question... <laughs> I called Leo help me. <laughs> what does this mean? How do I do this? How do I set it up? Um and so um so it's it's just unique to have that type of background in real estate and um so I wanted to dive into that and then for our listeners just to get a little preview we're going to be talking about some pretty world changing technology that you're gonna need to know about because it is the future. And so, um, but first we're gonna start with Leo and learning a little bit more about your background. So please share for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better.
1: Uh, Thank you, Kara. Um, You're so kind. Um, I, um, Depending on how far you wanna go back, Um, but I've had, um, many, many careers, you know, along the way, um, as a immigrant, um, from, from Taiwan, um, I came to the States when I was 11. And so it was just a, a big old world just opened up to me. But, uh, you know, I actually had started, uh, you know, having a job since I was 12 years old, you know, doing paper routes and all that kind of stuff and just uh, has never, never, ever stopped. And so, um, so I've had, Uh, in my life have done many things that I'm very grateful for and had the opportunity to do Um, tech being one of the major ones as an adult um, but uh, I actually did not shoot for that I uh, was uh, in college and uh, was a uh, piano performance major studying classical music and really uh, yeah, and doing a minor in composition, and I was just just completely fell in love with uh, music uh, later in life. I discovered it when I was uh, just after high school, and I wanted to figure out what I wanted to do in college. And that's what I ended up doing and just had the love for the arts and have this um this music in my soul if you if you will like you know the whole rest of my life which i'm um so happy and grateful for and just kind of try to uh you know dance to my own tune you know as i go um uh, but then uh realized that I was not making enough money uh, in music as, as most musicians and artists uh, goes uh, either you are just extremely out of this world, talented, or you're very well connected and you knew someone that could give you a job in music that would, you know, make a really good living or, or you could teach. And I didn't go into music uh, uh, wanting to teach. And so when I started doing, that, I realized that that really wasn't my jam. As a fallback, I always knew that I had a tech mind in me. There's always this math and science kind of thing uh, as I was growing up. And so I knew I always wanted to do that, but I resisted it for a long time. But then came 1995 and 1996. I'm dating myself a little bit. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um all this internet uh, personal computing revolution you know started to burst and um it wasn't until probably about 90 uh 97 98 before the 2000s when i realized that you know what i could i could go into tech i can always make a living in tech let me go do that and then i'll go figure out if there's a artist or music career you know in me down the road uh, let me get myself settled in and Uh, next thing you know i was in it for you know 15 years Um, i worked for a interactive agency which is like a modern day um uh ad agency Um, uh, a traditional ad agency is about print and about you know branding and tv commercials and things like that an interactive agency was sort of a modern day one where we did a lot of uh, tech work, everything is digital. And that was perfect timing because as we went into the th- 2000s, all the internet and the dot-com and all that stuff came about. And I just rode that wave, you know, up along, you know, with that and learned everything I could um, about tech and how how it just really transition into the world we have now um and so that was kind of how i you know entered that world um but uh you know having been in tech for so so long um i literally beta tested every single windows operating system every mac operating, every uh, for the techies out there every (laughs) unix or linux you know operating systems out there and the different phones and different connectivity, and built these inf- uh, networking infrastructure that was multi sites in the data centers, and you know all that kind of stuff. And so I got to learn a lot about the human side of it as well as how companies are being marketed, how uh, what the, you know uh, what ads look like, what a good marketing campaign looks like, what good brands look like. Because I had to help all of my coworkers, you know. I had to understand all that stuff in, in order to help them, because yeah. they would tell me they're trying to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, why do you need to do X, Y, and Z? Uh, and 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 so that I could, you know, fix their problem. Because without understanding, you know, what they need, it's really difficult to do that. So, I had this, you know, well immersed experience throughout all that of of marketing around people, around fixing uh, people's problems. Um, and a lot, uh, you know, 99% of it is people problem and not a technology problem. Um, and so then I'm true for that uh, building a staff <laughs> 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 yeah, and so, so, you know, um, uh, there's a lot of people and, and, and that's not your expertise. Right. And so you should just be that person that says, hey, here's what I'm trying to do. Here's where I'm running to a roadblock. Hey, can you help me? And then on my side, it's just, you know, having an understanding like, well, let me show you so that you can uh, do things without falling into traps. And like, don't try to self-diagnose a lot of times just to let the experts, you know, do those things. And then yeah. it turns out as I, you know, moved on into, you know, real estate, all that stuff applied, you know, the problem solving, the people skills, the, the marketing and all that kind of stuff on top of some of the mechanical hard skills of tech you know really all blended in and that's where you know i found that i was a little bit different than uh, most uh, real estate agents out there because they didn't have that background and some people have been in for 10 20 years uh you know are just barely trying to get on top of their email because the the organization and how the systems were continue to evolve And they are not uh, able to keep up with it because it's not their forte. Their forte is going out, showing homes, doing contracts, you know, helping clients uh, and that kind of stuff. And so I I can really, you know, uh, sympathize with, you know, their situation. But uh, because of that, real estate wasn't one of those industries that... Had kept up with everything, so mm-hmm. I found a lot of things that were broken. You know, things didn't connect, and I'm sure all the real estate agents out there are frustrated. You know, with all this stuff that doesn't connect well, it's getting better, but I don't think it's nearly uh, uh, to the point where we need it to be, where we can do, you know, our business that can't be replaced by tech you know the yeah. people skills the the, the hand holding the in-person showing the pointing out the inspection uh, reports and you know things that uh, uh computers can do so um that's a little bit about you know my background how I ended up you know here and so uh but being in tech was a very interesting time in the world and also a very interesting time for me
0: mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, and I love, um, I, I always love learning about the path because I had no clue you were a musician um, and and a pianist. And, you know, they say that, um, that, and, you know, the, that mathematicians or you know, that having a science background actually definitely helps the musicality and, and composing and things like that. So just interesting. I love learning that about you. And, um, and you're right. I think one of the things that's somewhat missing also just in how we market properties, how we, you know, people go where you've got to go where the content is, where are consumers consuming content and then create digital strategy around that and tech is such a big piece of that so for people that aren't really in tune with that maybe they don't have to be an expert like i'm not an expert at it but i know where to go to have experts execute on it you know then you've naturally got that which is really a gift for your clients and um and can really help you in in your business um and i i do want to touch on because one of the things that we talked about just a few days ago so leo had shared with me some life-changing technology. I mean, really, would you say this is like one of the world-changing technologies in your view? Like we're experiencing it right now? Or um, And for people that don't know what this is, so let me open it up. So it's called OpenAI Chat, GPT. And basically it's, a, I mean, AI has been in development for many years, but this is a very sophisticated tool that's now in beta testing. And they're rolling it out and and the, the magnitude of what it's able to do is pretty incredible. So I've probably butchered the explanation of it, but would you please tell our audience what this new technology is and why it's important for them to know about it for their business?
1: yeah um i think um just to preface it a little bit um which you've done a great job of um already but i'll just preface it real quick just in terms of just getting people you know oriented to what this is about is that there are probably in in all of my years in technology and in many things that i've been into especially technology is that i see that up to this date up to this point in time we have three three great revolutions that's happened in the last 20 uh well more 25 years okay is the internet of course that's the easiest one to to know because we are so um, integrated into the internet as far as what we do on a daily basis for everybody in the world so that's number one number two is a little bit more recent but actually started you know around 2008 somewhere around there which is the Bitcoin crypto uh technology okay that is completely going to be revolutionizing you know the world's finances mm-hmm. okay we're not quite there yet we're still in this weird space where transitioning between like you know having credit cards and things like that versus a completely independent type of currency that will revolutionize not only how we buy things but how portions of things that we can buy with it because it you can divide it up in so many different ways you know, one Bitcoin, you know, can be divided up into however minuscule um, pieces they are, and you can take that and buy pieces of other things. Um, and uh and this is not your question, but uh, you can buy, you know, traditionally for right now, you can buy real estate and you pretty much for the most part have to buy the entire home, the entire condo, the entire property, things like that, with Bitcoin uh, uh, and the uh, uh, the technology, you can actually uh, purchase portions of it, in, mm. uh, like a stock. So that's the second major revolution that we had, you know. And then this is the third. The third is the artificial intelligence technology, which we dub, dub AI. And what's incredible is that. It's been in development for a good part of the last five to ten years, more so in the last five years. And because of, we have so much data that's um, being stored from all our interactivities with the Internet, with our devices and all that stuff, all that data can now be used okay, to for a uh, artificial intelligence data machine, if you will, to assess all of that stuff. And be able to intelligently give us answers okay basically they'll be our middleman of the researcher researching all this stuff for you and what's incredible is that they can do that in literally seconds you mm-hmm. know as opposed to us human beings if we could go to research something it might take us hours or days and some researchers take years to research something where they can crunch all this data you know uh billions of terabytes of data and be able to give us an answer. And so we already kind of have a sense that already uh, of that already just kind of through, uh, you know, Google, when we do a Google search online, we type in something that we're asking how to, uh, you know, how to create new accounts on our, our email accounts, right. And it spits out, you you, got, you guys all seen it, 10,000, you know, uh returns and you know it's going to try to rank them and it's going to try to bring you up like the most popular ones at top and then you have your ads uh, ads on top where you know people might be selling what you need and that kind of stuff and we all know we do this every single day and as we get those returns we might read through the first page and kind of pick you know two or three things that our minds can grasp on and say oh that's the answer I'm looking for maybe it's here maybe it's there right well instead of all that we ask the question and the AI will go out, sift through everything, and gives you the answer in return, okay, in seconds, and not only a short answer, but it could be a long answer, and it could get creative, and it could also um, put together different uh, data sets of different type of stuff. One could be more emotional, like you can tell it, "Tell me a joke, but in the style of, um, uh, say Shakespeare." right but uh but within that tell me the you know how a uh how the stars are aligned you know so Mm -hmm. it can combine all these different ideas and then come up with a singular uh piece of article a paper um or uh you know some kind of a movie script uh you know things like that so you can see already this power to be able to do that becomes uh limitless.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's fascinating. I think actually you put in the other day, cause we were demonstrate you were demonstrating it for a few of us uh, live and you put in, so I think the question was, or you say, please write me an essay uh, on racism in the 28th century in the style of and I can't remember what he said, or was it write me a rap in the style of Kanye West okay. on racism in the 20th century or something like that? I mean, and it uh-huh. did.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, and and write it the in the title. style of, I mean, what's incredible is I, I asked it to write it in the style of, of, you know, Kanye West or some other, you know, famous rapper. And it knew the style of it to be able to do that. And that's, you know, that's, we're just, you know, kind of scratching the surface here of like what it can do because we wouldn't, if I told you to write that, it would take you, you know, who knows days and months of, you know, researching what the style actually is and how to right. write a rap, you right. know, right. Um, but yet it's, uh, it, it's written something back to you based on your description, and it's completely unique 100% unique, it's not something that, you know, it, you know, put together from data, it just, you know, was building something from scratch, you know, and um uh, uh, this is just kind of, uh, again, this is the beginning. I mean, uh, Google and the large companies have already been testing all of this AI in the background for years. Um, but this is the first time, Chat, Chat GPT is the first time that they released it to the public for anyone to use and we can realize the power of it. And this is why companies are spending billions and billions of dollars on research and development um, for for AI, you know, uh, systems. And this is going to be our uh, next wave of technological arm race, if you will, because whoever has the best data and has the best uh ai um, technology to be able to give us the best answer gonna win um so uh and uses are endless and imagine everybody on the planet all have a uh a virtual assistant right in their pocket on their phone right you know uh, well was even
0: know. just thinking i guess i mean you could probably ask it what are the best flights around from you know dca to lax that depart at X time and it'll spit out. I mean, there's, it's basically your own kind of personal virtual assistant, um, which is pretty incredible. And then as you mentioned too, the other thing about it is it's, it's doing almost like a thinking, you know, it's, it's real new content. It's not spitting out old content, which is really the biggest differentiator between you think of like a Google and then this type of technology. Um, So, Uh, another thing that I thought was kind of interesting, we were talking about the other day was the type of applications to use in business, like as a solopreneur or owner of a small team, right. Even doing things like content based marketing to be able to say, I mean, in real estate, to be able to say, you know, write a property description for one, two, three main street. And, you know, and then it writes you a property description, you know, I mean, that's, pretty incredible and powerful just using it in a a very again a small example but um yeah i mean the possibilities are endless in terms of where this goes
1: right i mean you're exactly right when we when we type in a search in google it it just brings back data that's out there on the internet just purely data It's not making up anything it's just it's it's scrub through the internet to find articles and you know things that people have you know written or videos or audio out there and give you a result ai in differentiation is that it will uh, take what you're asking bring back data and assimilate it together okay uh to give you a result and you know uh we we typed in i think as an example we typed in like write me a hollywood script you know uh uh, and, and it did it wrote the characters it wrote what the characters do It wrote the you know the dialogues between the character it wrote the plot it wrote all that stuff you know and so um, it's a really it, for right now initially it's a great tool for us to experiment you know it's still up to our creativity to think about what we want yeah right you know yes. uh, it can only give us what we ask for so we have to think about what we want and very initially you know as we're both in real estate as real estate agents there's so many things that we do that require a lot of time on our hands with marketing and branding and content and you know even sales scripts or even you know uh ads that we have to run nowadays, you know, as real estate agents, you know, for the homes for our clients, you know, uh, to uh, attract more buyers and things like that. And now we have a tool where we're not saying, hey, this tool is just going to, you know, give us you know 20 ads that are all going to rain money for us uh we do still have to kind of be the editor of it but it will give us uh you know ideas i could literally ask it hey give me 50 ideas of what a uh facebook ad headlines could be it could and then it would spit it all out then i can go see like oh i like this one i like this one. Oh, that's a good idea but i would change this word so that it's still unique to you It's not a, it's like, it's not a carbon copy, you know, of what somebody else did, you know, but that allows you, you know, how many times have we all sat there like, oh, what video should I make today? And what should I say? What do people want to know? Right? Right. And now you have this tool that can talk back to you and say, Oh, this is what's popular right now. This is what these are some ideas and here's what's going on in the news. You might want to write something about this and that. So now we are allowed, we are unleashed, you know, Mm -hmm. our knowledge to be able to like, Oh yes, let's do this. And it allows us instead of hours of putting together content that we can maybe do it in, you know, under, you know, 30 minutes or something.
0: Well, and even one of the things you were sharing with me is that it can also create original images. So I would imagine, I don't know, because I haven't tried this one, but you could ask it to create a logo for, with a particular vibe or a particular, you know, um, something that, you know, so you can, again, kind of possibilities are endless. I think we're just playing with it. And so I think it's just interesting right now to see how this can be incorporated into our you know, Daily World, and a lot of our listeners are either entrepreneurs, business owners, um, and 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 like I said, even just having like a life personal assistant to say, hey, what are the best things mm-hmm. going on around the DMV or Annapolis for kids this weekend? You know, and have it right, right, hold right. things for you. You know, um, yeah. so it's it's like a really interesting little personal assistant. But but I will say the other thing I think that it actually to me underscores as well is that, yes, this is, you could use it to create a blog post, an article, but I think that the in, infusing your own, as we get more techie, I also think that it's even more important to infuse intuition and creativity and your own kind of in authentic person into the content because that's what can, it's like, you can use all these things, but then it has to be infused with something that feels and looks like you too. So it's, it can save you time, but it's not going to like replace you, you know?
1: Right. I think that's what everybody's fear is like, Hey, oh my gosh, this is going to replace all of this and all that. No, you know, things that human beings can do still are not Going to be replaceable um i was having a, a a conversation with um our good friend heather robbins um out in oregon shout out to heather oh yeah There's um <laughs> and she said that the thing that will we will never ever replace is that human interaction and touch the care that we put into our clients and um that we are 100 uh fiduciary to their needs and goals and not our own and yes. you know ai's ai cannot you know necessarily decipher that or do that or they can't you know go to a home and open the door for them or you know look at the ceiling and say hey you know uh this is a uh this is a great ceiling or this may need some work and things like that it just cannot cannot necessarily do that but you brought up a you know a really great point is that the you know we're just scratching the surface on the text text side of this technology um, but there are so many other mediums that this could also translate uh, there's a tool out there called uh, Tome, T-O-M-E dot com or dot ai rather you guys can just search it if you're listening out there you can play with it what it does is it creates uh, original um, presentations for you so you can go in there, and it's it hooked. It's hooked up to an AI, and you type in the subject that you want. Okay, let's say I'm getting ready to do a presentation on um, on AI, and I say, "Hey, build me a presentation on AI." You know, for the 21st century, and it'll build 10, 15 slides for me. It'll create uh, AI images that will. Uh, that will correlate to the slide then the slide will have all the bullet points and all that kind of stuff to give you that wow. skeleton already so that's the next step right the first step is ask it questions for us to get a text response back the second is ask it to build something for us uh in an image format and it can build all these tools i had uh, saw an example someone said hey draw me uh, give me an image of three elephants two on uh uh one on top of the other two and like that doesn't happen in real life right so it went and found it you know what elephants look like you know and what a baby elephant looks like it put a baby elephant on top between the two and it's completely 100 you know made up but it just built that you know in seconds so the wow. second step is that that image that static 2d image and then the third step was be able to build a uh, a video you know of someone talking that does not exist, right? You can give it a script and it'll actually do all of these things and talk through it like a real person, you know, in a video format. Right. So, so now we're starting to kind of scratch the power of, you know, what it you can go on and on and on, like, just tell it what to do and it can, uh, uh build it to us. So I, I think it worked as human beings, we're going to unleash our creativity as what's possible, you know, with, you know, with assistance that can, you know, put it all together and show us what it looks like.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It's very exciting and fun to be even having this conversation and kind of helping our listeners also understand, you know, how this can really help them save time. And as you mentioned, also kind of take you to some different creative realms with it as we can, as we explore it. So, um, so thank you for sharing that with us today. And while since, You are our Orange County expert on real estate. I'm just curious, what are you seeing um, now that we're in the new year in the Orange County market?
1: Um, We're in a very, very interesting time um, in the real estate market. Um, Over the last... Uh, six to eight months, of course, uh, everybody has kind of felt the difference as things shift into sort of um, a more balanced market, but also that the interest rates being high, that there's a lot of psychological dynamics between sellers and buyers. Um, mm-hmm. And we have uh, in Orange County, California here, we have a unique kind of a market because it is a, a kind of a metro, um, but very uh, suburban of uh, uh, Los Angeles. And so we have a lot of families and people that live here that are family oriented, they love great schools. And we have the beaches, you know, next to us, which draws, you know, in international visitors, you know, all the time. And, um, you know, everybody always think about You know, uh, Real Housewives of OC, you know, Laguna Beach and Newport Beach is, you know, famed all over the world. And so a lot of people around the country want to live here. And so our demand continues to be high. I know there are other markets around the country that are seeing declines. Um, You know, some in Texas, I hear, uh, some in uh, Idaho um, and uh, Arizona, they're seeing some declines. But our demand continues to be strong because the inflow of people wanting the gorgeous weather um the beautiful beaches and and the the lifestyle that we get to have here is just unbeatable and so the, the demand is not going away although people uh in Orange County want it to come down so that they can buy more real estate. But uh, you know, wishful thinking does is not <laughs> always is not always real reality. And yeah. um but we also have a lot of people moving in from uh uh LA County because you know uh LA County is about Uh, four times more population than our county around the roughly same geographic size so for people who are not from around here that's good to know because um, as far as traffic goes and um, the congestion and the amount of people that you live around is uh, four times more and so that kind of gives you an idea like the relaxed Uh, lifestyle that we have here in Orange County Uh, we never feel like we're you know jammed in in traffic to get somewhere Um, and um, it's just beautiful we have built our county here around uh, public parks public amenities and all the uh, communities um, all have you know beautiful resort style pools and gyms and things like that Um, so people come here they're like oh my god I feel like I'm uh, like you know in some sort of a resort 24 7. yeah um, and so um and then last thing i'll say about you know where we are here in orange county which makes it so desirable is that we are minutes from the beach we are um and roughly an hour hour and a half from the mountains uh right now we're we just had some rain so there's a bit of snow in the mountain and you can drive an hour and you're up in the you know slopes and you can you know do some skiing or snowboarding um and then we have the desert you know close by too which just has its own beauty and so um so because of you know this unique access to everything it's just really hard to leave here
0: I bet it sounds dreamy, especially when it's really cold here. It'd be lovely to be out in the the beautiful, sunny California weather. Um, And I'm curious. So two things come to mind. Do you get a lot of um, second home properties in Orange County? Or do you say, um, like, have you been seeing more of the drive as second homes or are these primary homes as people are?
1: Well, We've yeah, good question. Measures. Yeah, excellent question. There's, uh, I would say, there's, uh, we always had had a good um, amount of second home um, buyers here because there are people from from Northern California in the Bay Area in in San Francisco in uh, the. And Silicon Valley that have money but would like the lifestyle here of Orange County. So a lot of them have second home here, especially by the beach. But then also we just have more of everything. Through the pandemic, what, what has happened is we have more people who want to buy second homes. We have more people who want to live here, other than the people who already live here. Uh, we have more people who want to invest in real estate here because they see how they see how lucrative it can be. Um, but you know a very competitive you know you know market because in the past we didn't we didn't have um we had more inventory before COVID. And then now we have more institutional um investors that are all coming in. You know, the big companies coming in trying to buy up big apartment buildings as well. So there's more competition. So I would say overall as a market, we just have more of everything. And um with the weather that we have, it never stops. Like you don't take two months off, you know, in the winter, you know because of snow everybody is working all the time and everybody is investing and moving and buying and selling all the time so we have a very very you know active market here and so um we still have very very low inventory we have probably a little less than uh, toward the end of the last year as well even more so so we have probably about 20 percent of the inventory we normally have prior to COVID. so so that's very low that's very low and people are Uh, Unfortunately for uh, the first time home buyers, uh, they kind of get priced out and they um, also have a hard time with prices of, you know, being up and we have problems with Tenants who are being kicked out of their place because their landlord may decide to sell the place. So there's yeah. quite a bit of people who are displaced, which is where, which is why we're working so hard, you know, for all those people in need to have a, phone, a home, to find a home that they want, at least get them toward the direction that they want to get get to.
0: Yeah, you know, you brought up a, some good points there too. I think one of the things you were mentioning is that a lot of people from LA County had been migrating as a result of COVID um, to Orange County. And I think what we've actually seen, in because I serve both the DMV and Annapolis, is kind of a similar interesting migration between people from the DC metro area that are kind of moving out. So we've got a lot of people moving out and wanting to have you know live by the water or you know kind of be in a little bit of a lower key lifestyle but interestingly we're also getting movement from like other metro cities like new york and actually san francisco um because as tech companies come to dc so uh it's interesting to see how covid still has far-reaching impact into the migration of people throughout the country so very interesting.
1: And I'll mention one thing about the market, you know, which is super interesting is because for second half of all last year, we're all been talking about shifting market, shifting market, shifting market, shifting market, and it's still somewhat shifting. But now that we're in the new year, we have some new dynamics going on. Because last year, we were so focused on, you know, uh, getting inflation down, which was the whole reason of of, uh, interest rate driving up. And now our inflation is starting to come down. So now we're kind of like in this weird transition place between, you know, having really high inflation and having a little bit of a panic and and into, hey, what's going to happen next? Right. And so uh, we've all seen uh, interest rates come down in the last uh, month uh, overall, all the way up from seven and a half percent to the low sixes um, and if you uh, you can still buy down rates you know and you can still uh, get lower rates if you are doing a VA loan if you're doing it FHA loan or uh, some sort of program that could get you lower rates around the you know uh, the fives you know somewhere in there and so that's really good now we're in this zone around between the five and six interest rates that uh, is is tolerable you know for people the good news is that we are not we already hit our peak as far as interest rates goes we peaked at you know seven five seven six and so uh the chances of of us getting up to that you know interest rates probably very unlikely in the any um any foreseeable time so hopefully we're going to get down around below the sixes around the five and now we are in this market where uh people that can afford to buy, more of them can start, you know, kind of getting homes that they want. Um, But everybody's asking me, what's going to happen next? Hey, how is this year gonna shape out? Um, I'm still holding, you know, on the fence about, you know, should I be buying or not? Is the prices going to drop? And um, we had mentioned earlier already that prices have already come down in many areas and uh, we've flattened out a little bit, but in many areas it already has come down five to 10%. So if you're looking to buy, it. may not be good to wait because if you did wait um, we might start creeping up again as interest rates start to get you know, come down and so you might kind of miss the boat if you will yeah. um, so those are kind of what's going on here in the first quarter of 2023 and I still say uh, buying sooner is a much better bet than buying later because everybody learned that lesson hopefully in the last few years um, yes. I've had clients that had you know didn't buy four years ago didn't buy three years ago finally bought two years ago and then they were okay but then I still unfortunately have clients who are like kind of uh still wanting to buy and, um, and the prices just have run up so much that it's really hard to bear at the moment
0: yeah I've I've been experiencing the same thing um and you know I was I'm looking for a client right now too and there's just the inventory is so- So low. Um, And so, and what we've been seeing is, as you mentioned, you know, interest rates have come back down. I was talking to a lender the other day and You know they're in the five and a half you know like depending on where you are and depending on the size um you know any in the five to six range which is palatable and normal um and i mean i've been in real estate since 2004 and they were in the sixes then you know so these are not abnormal rates these are kind of normal rates but right now i think a lot of buyers are starting to enter back into the market and then combined with low inventory again it's know i think getting in sooner and trying to figure this out before the spring market is probably a a good thing for people looking um but uh this is always just interesting to chat and hear what's going on over there and i know that for our listeners uh if you uh ever need or looking at for real estate in the orange county area have any questions overall leo is an amazing human most importantly but also an amazing resource as well so thank you thank you so much thank for you your so time much. today
1: yeah i love i love this conversation i love this conversation because we're on two different sides of the coast but we have so much in common and <laughs> yeah. so many things that we you know we're working with um you know although geograph geographically might be a little little different uh, but we're all people you know all wanting a better lifestyle all wanting better lives for our family a better home you know so um um uh, knowing all that stuff is great and my advice to everyone out there is just have more conversations about real estate what you your plans might be you don't have to buy you don't have to sell you don't have to do anything but being in the conversation and just talking about it will help you decide what's the next best place for you to go even if it's two years from now three years from now or 10 years from now
0: yeah that's great advice so thank you for being here and of until course. we meet again.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. I'm, I'm just uh, so happy to finally be on. Um, your show is amazing and you have such great guests and I'm just honored to be here. Thank you.
0: Loved being here with you today and would love to connect with you more over on Instagram. My handle is linked to the show notes or you can just type in at Kara Chafin Donna Frio. And I have something special for you as a free gift, my dynamic life journal. This special book has the power to really help you live a soul-inspired life. Go to freegiftfromkara.com. Easy to remember, freegiftfromkara.com. Until next time, beautiful people, sending all my love.